Listening to The Ron Van Dam Show is like realizing that you put your underwear on backwards this morning. It's wrong, but it doesn't feel bad, and it's not like anyone's ever going to find out. So just go with it. This is The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's The Ron Van Dam Show. Come a little bit closer. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. It's okay. You can come a little bit closer to the speaker. Come on. I won't hurt you. Much. It's not that this show isn't for children. It's that it it, it, it isn't is pretty much the bottom line. Your child's probably sophisticated, in which case I'm sure that they can handle me. But for most of you, not so much. I'm not sure a lot of adults can handle me, to be honest with you. Children might have an easier time of it. Children are all different. Your child may vary. So I I can't. I, I don't. I can't. I just can't. You know, I was a child myself, hard to believe, but I was a child actually for a couple of years. Yeah, by five years old, I was already sophisticated and mature. At five, I was driving, uh, had my own business, I was selling lemonade and doing very, very well. I was making up to $1.50 a day. Uh-huh. I was doing really well. Uh, so yeah, really, I mean, it, when I was an infant, At six months old, I was changing my own diaper. That's true. That's a true story. When I was uh, delivered in the maternity ward, I cut my own cord. It wasn't easy because I I had difficulty with the scissors, but uh, I cut it myself. I said, hey, back off. It's my cord. I'll cut it myself. I was very, very mature. I really was. Yeah. Uh, When I was three years old, people called me sir. Yeah, that's how mature I was. probably don't know this. I don't tell a lot of people, so um, I'll tell you. I was born in a manger. I know. I know. Yeah, I was. Uh, It was kind of like a very religious kind of setting, and uh, I was born in a major, major, a manger, same word. Uh, My father wasn't present. He was outside the manger smoking a doobie. Uh, There were three wise men, and I was always a little skeptical of them because I would ask them questions, and they didn't know the answers. So, like, how wise are you? This is just a messed up kind of childhood in that sense. But anyway, that's what I did. That's who I am. I found myself at an early age. A lot of people uh, in my college, you know, I was in a... I never went to a college dorm for the simple reason I couldn't live with people. 
Not that I wasn't allowed to. I didn't want to. Uh, but uh, all my other uh, friends, of which I had really a few, uh, were trying to find themselves. And I said, well, did you look under the couch cushions? And they did. And uh, they found themselves and Jesus as well. Jesus was under the couch kitchen. Don't, Ron, don't make fun. Don't do the religion thing. People don't appreciate that. I'm talking to myself. I'm chastising myself right now. It's my own confession. I don't need to confess to somebody. I confess to myself. Uh, it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier. Anyway, how are you? Uh, welcome to the program. This is the Ron Van Dam Show. This is a very special program. You are going to be witnessing an innovation in radio. Uh, some of you are participating. Are you ready to start this new innovation in radio? Here we go. All right, put your 3D glasses on now. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Ron, it's a radio show. 3D glasses? Yes. It's an innovation, and I told you that before I started this. Anyway, well, the Super Bowl is over. Thank God. So much hype for one event. Oh, God. Seriously? I guess, uh, I think the numbers are in, and I don't know how they know this, but uh, they say uh, there are 123 million viewers of this Super Bowl that took place. And, uh, yeah, that's a lot of people. But how do they know that? How, how do they know? I, no, one, no one came to my door when I was watching TV and said, what are you watching? Hey, tell me what you're watching. How do you know I was watching the Super Bowl? Actually, I was watching the Puppy Bowl on the Animal Planet uh, <laughs> Network. So no, so no, so now it's 123 million minus one. How do you know it was 123 million? How do they do ratings like that? Well, let's just make up a number, Bob. You want to do 120? Let's do 122. Nah, come on, let's go 123. Um, what about 127? That's too much. No one's going to buy that. It was the most watched Super Bowl in history, the highest viewership of any television program ever. Wow. Okay. I guess that's because it was available everywhere. You know, what other television show is available on everything, on every streaming network, on every whatever? You could watch it on your live TV through an antenna. It was on your thing. You could watch the Super Bowl and you, uh, everywhere. I mean, it was on it. I was... It was simulcast everywhere. So, uh, yeah, of course a lot of people watched it. I don't think 123 million is accurate. I think it's more like 17 people. All right, 17,000. All right, 17 million. All right, 170 million. Still less than what they said. No, actually, that's more. I'm just confused. Uh, a lot of it has to do with Taylor Swift because when Taylor Swift uh, speaks, everybody listens there are Swifties all over the place. I ran into a Swifty uh, a couple of days ago at the mall. And um, anyway, yeah, I don't know. It was a girl. She was wearing a Taylor Swift uh, T-shirt. or I don't even know what that garment was. It was on the upper part of her body, and Taylor uh, was on her, on her chest, basically. It was weird. It was just weird. It's, it's very, uh, you know... 
I think in the Bible or the Testament or something, it says, uh, thou shalt not uh, idolize any uh, other thing than myself. I don't, I think I'm paraphrasing. So I'm not sure, you know, I don't know why we're idolizing her. I mean, she writes some songs. To me, they all sound exactly the same. They're all uh, retribution songs about prior uh, boyfriends. And um, I, I forget the guy's name that she's uh, hooked up with right now, the uh, the tight end, maybe because he has a tight end. I don't even know what he, fullback, halfback, I have no idea what these things are. I'm not a football kind of guy. But she's like, that's her boyfriend, and he's a very gruff, rah, 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 like, he's, like he's doing professional wrestling or something. Uh, so I don't know. I, I can't account for her tastes. But someday, uh, Guy, you're not going to be hooked up to her, and she's going to write like 2,000 songs about you, about what a dickhead you are. So seems like a nice guy, but, you know, these things don't last, seriously. Yeah, where's your girlfriend live? I don't know. I don't know. She's always on a plane. She came to the Super Bowl from Tokyo. Wow, that's a distance. How'd she get tickets? All right. So that's it. You know, with Taylor Swift uh, watching the game, you figure she could have sang a song or something, you know, or something. She has, uh, I, I told you the story a couple of weeks ago, the Republican Party and that party is not working out too well right now. They ran out of party hats. The Republican Party is very upset with Taylor Swift because she's uh, backing uh, Joe Biden. She hasn't said so, but she hasn't. She's not backing Trump. That's for sure. Sure, that's for sure. So they're upset because uh, Taylor Swift has so much influence. She should not be backing people. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know. I'm tailored out. I mean, there are tailor sightings and things like this. This is going to be like the way of Elvis. When she dies someday, she won't really be dead, that kind of thing. This girl, wow. And she's worth billions of dollars. <sighs> Who wants a girlfriend like that? Look at all the hands go up. Look at that. Wow. They should tell the football guy, you know, you don't have to play football anymore. Your girlfriend is freaking rich. And here's uh, here's the table of how rich she is. She's richer than Oprah. <gasps> no, nobody is. She is. She is. There's one thing about Taylor Swift that I don't like. Well, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm being kind of uh, silly here, but... Um, there's a shining thing that she that she has that I, I cannot stand. I can't even look at her. It's this freaking red lipstick. Oh, my God. She wears, like, the reddest lipstick, and I don't understand that. It just, she, she looks so unnatural. She looks like a circus clown just on the lips. It's just, it's too much, Taylor. I know Taylor listens to the show because I'm assuming. Uh, Taylor, don't. Just wear regular makeup you know and stuff and and you know not the red lips i mean that's just don't paint colors on your skin just 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 a natural kind of lipstick if you got to wear that need some chapstick the fruit flavor kind it's very tasty not with the red lips stop with the red lipstick stuff i mean seriously tail i call her tail we have nicknames for each other i call her tail she calls me ron 
we don't know each other. We never met. Uh, we don't know. Uh, she doesn't know that I exist, and I am trying to make sure that she doesn't, or trying to make believe she doesn't make sure. How can I make sure she doesn't exist? That sounded wrong. <laughs> I just want to na- knock Taylor down to size. You know, she's a fine woman. She's not overdoing it or anything like that. She's got good morals and all that stuff. But uh, you know, it's trying to. I, I don't like. I don't like these people that are bigger than life. It's like, oh, who do you think you are? You're. You have flesh like I have flesh. My flesh might even be better than your flesh. Although your flesh is looking pretty good right now. So I don't know. That's a Taylor Swift thing. It's just too much. It's just too much. It's like Trump. I mean, it's, it's not like they're the same person, but it's like too much. It's too much of you. It's just too much of you. Get out of my face for a while. Uh, go about your life, but stay out of mine, please. This happens every once in a while when someone gets really popular. I told you that I, I don't care for Bruce Springsteen. I actually got some emails about that saying, Ron, how can you not like the boss? Well, he ain't no boss of me. He plays the guitar, doesn't move around too much. He sweats a lot, and he always wears black, and he's from New Jersey. I mean, what else do you want to talk about here? And I can't understand a damn word he's saying in any of his songs. I just got on a call, and it was out of you. I came in the city of a day, and in a battle, and I say it, it's America, too. I understand what you said, Bruce. Um, I don't know. Uh, the melody isn't even all that catchy. It's just like you're, it's like Dylan. It's like Bob Dylan. I, I know most of you don't know who Bob Dylan is because I'm a little older than you probably. Uh, Bob Dylan is like what Bruce Springsteen was like way back decades ago. Bob Dylan would sing these songs. Didn't have much melody, you know, just very sing-songy crap. And uh, you never, you could never understand a word he was saying. I don't know what I mean. I don't know what I mean. I don't what I mean. Okay, Bob. That's, uh, those are some wise words. Certainly didn't understand a word you said. And the melody sucks, so I don't know why you're popular. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. So, But then there's Taylor Swift, where all the songs basically sound the same. And uh, I don't know any of them. Sometimes I'll hear a song and they'll say, Ron, uh, you like that song? I've heard it before, but I don't know where. And he says, oh, that's, that's Taylor's big hit. And I don't even remember the name of it. I can't even repeat it right now because two things, I don't really listen to her music. And secondly, I don't care that much. But people do enjoy your music. Go enjoy it. Have a good time. Don't include me in this. Uh, I don't need to see it. I need to go. I, I wouldn't go to any of her concerts because I don't like people and people go to that, you know? I will never go to a large arena with a lot of people again because I learned at an early age, and as I said, I was like five years old and I was already like wearing a suit and tie and a, and a three-piece um, suit. I was, I was doing that, five. I was very mature. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I'm not I'm just not into people. I think I told you a couple of episodes ago, uh, so I'm repeating myself, my parents used to say, Ron, go out and play with the other kids. And I used to turn to them and say, no, you do it. Uh, why, why should I? They're just like running around like little, little assholes. Why would I join that? Now, if you want to sit down and have a conversation with me, then let's do that right now. But I'm not going to go out and run around with those idiots. Yeah, it's really the way I felt. 
and I feel that way to this day. I'm uh, well, how, what would you call me? A socially um, uh, smarter than you are kind of guy? No, a social a misfit, a social misfit. Yeah, sure, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take it. My my trust in the human race has gone downhill progressively year by year. I think the purpose of my life uh, is to watch the devolvement of the human race. It's a fascinating thing to see, but enough already. <laughs> we all need to associate ourselves with positive, common sense, intelligent, decent, respect, respectful people. I can't even say it because it doesn't happen much. We need that. Where, where are these people? Where are they? I think I, I can't remember. I do so many shows. I can't remember what I said on any of them because I don't plan this thing. I just sit down and I do it. And it's obvious, right? There's a Buddhist temple in a town called Raynham, Massachusetts. It's a beautiful temple. Uh, it's huge. It's, it's huge. It's like a palace. And I wanted to take a tour of it because I was curious what goes on inside. Are there orgies? What's going on in there? And I go in there, and this the nicest guy in the world, he was about like 30 years old, 35, uh, he was wearing uh, a brown, uh, orangey-brown robe, and uh, I think it was, I don't know, I don't remember now, uh, and he gave me a tour, and he introduced me to uh, this Buddhist way of life, uh, and he wasn't trying to convert me or anything like that, I was curious, like, what is this about, you, people seem so so uh, laid back and so at peace. I mean, I love that. So he, for about three minutes, uh, he demonstrated, um, I had me close my eyes and, uh, you know, get, get my mind clear, which is impossible to do. And uh, he said, Ron, if you ever feel any pain in your body, uh, don't give in to the pain. Simply let your body go through its motions. Your body's taking care of it. Um, just let it happen, let it be. And I immediately thought of the Beatles song, the Paul McCartney, uh, Let It Be. Now, I'm familiar with the song, and that was not the reason for that particular song, but at the same time, the words, let it be, just, just leave it alone, man. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. And it shall take care of itself in the long run. Okay, that doesn't work for everything. But it was a great, a, a great life approach. And it made sense. And this guy was so laid back, it's like nothing ever bothered him. And it's, if it's something out of his control, he just lets his body take care of it and his mind deal with it and, and, and not to shake up his entire body. He says he has no anxiety. And I said, okay, that's key. That's key. If you're living your life with no anxiety because you can control it and separate it from your mind and your body. You're my man. You're my man. Who's my Buddhist? Who's my Buddhist? Where's my Buddhist? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it. And he wasn't intimidating. He wasn't trying to convert me or anything like that or get any out of money out of me at all. There was a big, um, I wouldn't say a tip jar, but a big urn outside of, uh, of this place. And, I guess you can put money in it to help them along. I don't know. But he never asked me to do that. And I, I, I did just because I'm used to tipping people. 
but never asked for it, never pushed anything. It was over. He said, uh, okay, uh, you know, hope you, you know, he does lessons in various towns, you know, on how to just relieve yourself of all anxiety and have a better life and a less stressful life. And Jesus, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. So how much does it cost? This is whatever, whatever, whatever. We don't talk cost. We're trying to make people happy and comfortable in this world. And I said, oh my God, yeah, you, who my, who's my Buddhist? Wonderful. Anyway, fine. Yeah. Do you ever wonder what your purpose in life is? Cause you have none basically. We're always trying to search out stuff. We spend our whole lives trying to search things out. And then when you figure it out, it's like, okay, now what? It's weird. It's weird. It's like dating. I'm trying to find my perfect mate. You know, they say for every person, there's another person. Yeah, but try to find them. You can go through your your whole life and not find that other person. And when you do, how do you know it's them? Uh, it's like it's like the search is is the thing. Once you have it, it's like all right. Now what? Now what? All right, I achieved my goals. Now what's next? Yeah, see, that's what it is. It's not the goals; it's the journey to the goal. That's what it is. That's what consumes us. That's what it's supposed to be. Not you don't you don't achieve goals and say, okay, I'm done. Got my goal. Thank you. You go on to the next one. It's what we do. It's what we do. But most of us can't handle this. Basically, just can't handle it. Can't handle it. And the reason is because we know too much. I've talked about this before. We know too much. It's this 24-hour news channel stuff. It's having all the news bombard you for, for things that don't even affect you. I'm very sorry that 12 people are caught in a mine shaft in Bulgaria. It's, that's not true. I'm just making an example. I'm sorry, um, they're trying to get them out before they suffocate, but how does this affect me? Because you've got to realize in this huge globe world with all these weird fucked up people, there's like zillions of horrible things going on every minute. Am I supposed to know all of this in order to take on the stress of how bad things are if you really knew where everything was and what was happening everywhere? We, we, we're not equipped for that. But now with social media and 24-hour news and when things happen, people on the news analyze it for you. All this gossip and then uh, all this hate stuff online. You know, if, if something happens, there's always somebody uh, online saying, uh, yeah, 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 you're an idiot. You know, you're an idiot. You're and um, uh, hate crimes and it's just, it's just awful people like in this country like buying guns and shooting each other like like uh, military weapons style i mean it's like are you supposed to be able to handle all of that no no you aren't because it's not supposed to be like that we're not supposed to be aware of everything horrible we're not it's not the idea of it you hope to God someday these horrible things don't affect you or aren't a part of your circle, but you don't bring it in from other people's circles so that you can go as crazy as possible in, in stress and in, in negativity. I mean, it's what are we doing to ourselves? 
And here's what happens. The people that don't uh, show any stress or anxiety, they're so laid back, nothing seems to affect them. Those are the ones that are fucked up. How can you go through life and have nothing affect you? You're the weird one. Of course this affects you. Of course it affects society and your life and your stress. Of course. How could it not? Well, the way it doesn't is just everything rolls off my back and I don't really care about anything. Okay, that works, right? Now now you're now you're not human. Now you're just like a robotic thing that just things happen and that you don't even you don't even know. And now you're living in a in a world where you're totally unaware. It's just weird. It's just weird. Uh, every year it's the hottest year on record. That's fun, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Last year was very hot. It was the hottest year. This year, probably going to be hotter. Year after that, probably going to be even hotter than that. It's going to be someday you're going to wake up in the morning and you'll be frying yourself on the sidewalk. Let's go for a walk. Well, I don't have my thermal shoes on. They'll make them. Someday they'll make them. I can't step on the pavement. It's too hot. Yeah, I know. Every year it gets hotter. I know. I know. I know. It's weird. How do we put up with this? How do we do this? How do we manage all of this? Then they have life coaches. You ever have one of those? I've seen them on TV. For people that can't handle things, which is, should be all of us at this point, they have life coaches. They tell you how to run your life so you have a better life how you can meet your goals, of which it doesn't really matter. Life coaches. I'm going to be your coach. Oh, are we going to play softball? Soccer? Nope, it's your life. Oh, I need a coach for my life now. I thought like I thought it was for sports. No, it's for your life. Wow, wow. And then people are proud about that. I have a life coach. I have a therapist. I don't, but some people do. I went to one for a period of time because I stuttered when I was a child. So I went to a therapist, job done, now I'm fine, doing radio, so like, nah, 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 nah. So yeah, all right. So, But some people, like, they wear like a badge. You should see my therapist, Bob. He's really, really good. Yeah, I've been seeing my therapist all my life. Uh, Yeah, nice guy, nice guy. We get along really well. Oh, is that a problem? I'm going to have to talk to my therapist about that. I'll get back to you, okay? Wow. Talk about crutches. Talk about crutches. I can't make a decision without talking to my therapist. Ooh, or my life coach. Oh, okay. That's, that's, you, you understand how that doesn't sound right? But I get it. I get it. There's just so much we have to put up with. And this is an election year. Oh, my God. It's leap year. I can't even handle the extra day in February, much less an election year. Holy crap. And then they have the Olympics. I don't care about what other other countries are pissing me off right now. Well, it's okay. We're just going to play sports with them. Oh, wake up, man. That's why are you doing that? It's like that's worked in the past. 
I mean, wasn't Russia in uh, like the Olympics? Uh, okay. Um, now they're not like really that good uh, at being our friends. You know, we're not working with Russia. They're invading places. That's just, I know. So why play sports with them? I, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. It's just, it's just all messed up. It's all messed up. It's all messed up. So the Olympics can't handle the Olympics. Eh, eh. They're achieving. These are people achieving athletic goals. And how does this affect me? Why should I care that you ran the fastest mile in history? It, do, it doesn't matter to me. Good for, all right, all right, good for you, okay? Good for you. That's about as far as I can go with it. Good for you. I got a gold medal in swimming. Well, good for you. That's it. That's all I can do. So this is an election year, and I'm telling you, when come November, <laughs> hold on to your pants, baby, because it' gonna be weird. Um, one guy isn't going to take no for an answer. Um, it's 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 going to be weird. It's going to be very weird. So, I mean, strap it on. You know, you go to those amusement park rides and they put that strap on you and that belt so you don't fall out of the seat when they thrust you into the air at 70 miles an hour. That's what this year is going to feel like toward the end of the year. Good luck. Maybe I should get a therapist and a life coach because that's going to be pretty much needed at that point. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm out of time. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. But until that time arrives, I wish you peace. We'll